queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get extreme. All right, so we do have extreme rules coming up next Saturday. We are covering predictions today. Uh, plus, the boss lady made us think a little bit about what our NX top five NXT matches are. So we will get into that as well. But it seems like whenever we bring up AEW on the show these days, it's always negative. Sometimes it's a little irritating. For Jolie, it's wonderful. <laughs> Because she she's not that big of a fan of AEW to begin with, and, and and for the record, hey Tony, Philly owns yo ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, and we're we're glad that you made it out of the monsoon today. Because oh, for those who have, for those who don't have a listen to the show before, Jolie works at Lincoln Financial Field, and of course she got drenched the whole damn day. So we were worried about our girl, but she made it through. Yeah, unfortunately, the remnants of Hurricane Ian, um, thoughts and prayers uh, to everybody affected down in Florida. I -hmm. know the death toll, sadly, is rising, but it went from a hurricane to a tropical storm to a hurricane to a depression, and now it's a fucking nor'easter. This is the storm that will never fucking die. This name, anybody that I ever meet that is named Ian is getting punched in the face. I don't care if you're a celebrity. I don't care if you're a fucking child. Do not tell me your name is Ian or you're getting punted. So Ian, if Ian McKellen was in front of your face right now, you'd punch him? I'd kick him gently in the balls. Run, my friend's little boy. Run! (laughs) Only because it's Sir Ian McKellen and I love him to death and I would gently love tap him but only him he is the only one that gets the uh, gets the exemption ah uh, okay my friend little boy is so sweet he's only three jolly I, I, doesn't deal with children remember <laughs> he'd just give her a big old hug and laugh at her probably <laughs> i i deal with children every time i work a home game and they aren't your little children they're big ass fucking 50 year old dumbass drunks oy vey <laughs> oy vey Alright, AEW, like I was saying. Okay, so Soraya made her Dynamite debut. No action, of course, because she really isn't cleared. But, of course, she came out, hit a promo, ran her mouth a little bit, including in that promo, said something on the lines of, finally a boss that listens to me. Yeah. We know it it was a different regime that she dealt with and everything, but Kayla, 
fair fat fair or foul on that one. Uh, make her making that comment, she kind of just like put her foot in her mouth a little bit because I understand the frustration that obviously you're not cleared to wrestle, but did you really? I just want to, I'm not going to touch it full base because I know Jolie will jump on it, but um, you really honestly didn't think things through because if you think Tony Khan treats you better than what Triple H and Stephanie would do, then you're wrong. Did you even take the time? Did you even sit back and honestly think you wanted to, you know, give it another chance before you jump somewhere else? I mean, yeah, but You've, I've heard you stated in multiple interviews on different things that, you know, there was nothing that could make you leave WWE. Well, that kind of backfired because you did. I don't know what your future is for AEW, but while you're wrestling, and if you really think that you can control this women's division and make it better, more power to you. I mean, I don't know what to say that she... I don't know. I just wish you best because you do you do deserve the best. And you know, from the start, I've seen how the women division has been treated. So, I will say this: if your boss really will listen to you, then prove it to me. And when I mean prove it to me, when Chris Statlander comes back from her injury, I want her to win a get a title shot and win the damn title. If that happens, then I will believe that your boss listens to you. Until then, I'm not convinced. So, good luck of Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose. Um, right now you got Tony Storm and Athena on your side. Um, Tay Conti. Uh, who else is on that roster? Um, Rebel. Red Velvet, fucking Jay Cargill is all on your back target because they're part of the women's division. Good luck, sweetie. You're going to need it. Yeah, because it's, I mean, because it's like, yeah, they told her she wasn't renewing her contract. I'm not 100% sure if they were any kind of like renegotiations before before she decided to jump to AEW. Don't know. That, that was never reported and everything. But it's like, yeah, Jolie and uh, I'll give you a second. <laughs> Speaking of Tay Conti, I am I'm proud to announce that Sammy has been blocked me, but I can officially announce as of yesterday, Tay Conti has blocked me as well. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> All right. All right, Jolie. I know you weren't too happy, even though we love Soraya and everything, especially during her time with WWE. But yeah, I knew I know you were not happy about that promo. No. And here's the thing. I, I, I've, I've said this multiple times. I've been a huge fan of Paige's, Soraya's, whatever, her boyfriend. She somehow attracts pieces of shit, unfortunately. Um, whatever she sees in them, as long as he treats her fine, that's fine. I just think he's a piece of shit. But to say that you finally get a boss that listens to you, you debut and win the women's title. I'm sorry, the was that the Divas Championship then? Yeah, the Divas Championship. You win the Divas Championship. You run roughshod. You start the revolution with the Bella Twins. You go on and do so much 
And yes, a fluke injury took you out. And then you came back and it took you out again. And the pandemic happens. They took away Twitch. And it's just, okay, Vince was a dick. Vince only saw dollar signs. But now you can do Twitch again, apparently, with, with Triple H and Stephanie. You know? Because it's like uh, Gulak was on there, and I think uh, Dakota was on. Dakota's been night. on. Dakota, yeah, okay. Dakota has never not been on. Um, but all of her streams, I know, for money-wise, all mainly goes to charity. Okay. Everything but I that, did see. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they can stream again. And it's just frustrating that I wonder, Tony, is it in your contracts that when people jump from WWE to AEW, they have to badmouth the company or they have to badmouth Vince? Because without Vince, there would be no you, Tony. So sit down, shut the fuck up and stop making them badmouth the company. And and Jericho, for the love of God, you were the ones that kept saying NXT was fucking de- developmental. So Triple H finally said, hey, it's our developmental. Now you throw a fucking hissy fit? Jesus fucking Christ. You act like you're God's gift of fucking wrestling. No, I'm sorry. The God's gift left us. The, the best wrestler, I'm sorry, was Eddie. So fuck off, Jericho. And if Eddie was still here, he'd probably slap the shit out of a lot of you. For your actions because you know there's so much that WWE does behind the scenes that we don't even know about so it's just frustrating with all this bullshit but with that being said um I just hope you never get in the ring with Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara who like to injure people um when Thunder comes back you're not going to fucking touch her because she's 10 times the wrestler you are. Uh, let's see. Statlander's a better wrestler than you are now. I mean, you could probably beat Jade if they let her lose. I mean, she's just Jadeberg. Is that what we're calling her now? Jadeberg? She's basically... I'll leave, leave that to Kayla. No comment on her. Jade Berg it is. And, you know, I mean, Britt's going to throw a fucking hissy fit. She already probably is the fact that, you know, she's no longer champion. And I hate saying this, and it really, you know, hurts me to say this because I'm not a Britt Baker fan. But when she was champion, they actually fucking gave a damn. Tony did. Very true. Even when Nyla was champion, they kind of gave a damn. But I, I I don't know. It's just it's just frustrating that you know you have to come and bash a company that helped you through some of your darkest times, especially with a certain uh, person that keeps trying to get into everybody's fucking company. Nobody wants them. Sorry, Alberto. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just it's just it's just frustrating. That all you hear is like, you know, WWE this, or we beat them in the demos that, and yada, yada, yada. Okay, whatever, dude. 
just keep just keep sucking at that 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 peace pipe, my bro, because when when people start coming back, like the fact that you fucked up with Scarlet and Carrying Cross, number one, and number two somehow couldn't convince Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae, who would honestly help your division more than Paige, in my opinion. Uh yeah. And uh love also the, I love the surprise debut, by the way. As I loved it, but I kind of hated it as well because it was such a fast match, but it also led to the possible return of Crazy Nikki, which I'm actually very fucking happy for. So, you know, we'll 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 hope and pray for that. Um but yeah, no, that would I was like, wait, wait, poison no, no, no. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! And you guys are we're behind. What's going on? It's Candace. Um, <laughs> like yeah, no that that was like, and now I really want DIY to get back together. I really want the three of those back together. Those guys are awesome in NXT together. Yeah. But, um, I do want to touch on something. Uh, if we had ever at any point stated. Any of the dirt sheet bullshit about Malachi back, aka Tommy Budgeon, aka Alistair Black. Deeply apologize. We are mainly speculative, and with the rumors and him leaving, and then we just predicted because you know he did say in his IG live that he is still with AEW. He hasn't left AEW, but and you have Sean Ross Sapp who kind of got called out, not him by name, but. Mm-hmm. Everybody after that IG was kind of like ripping on him. And I actually asked Sean a question because Tommy brought up in the IG live, you know, where did this five-year deal come from? I don't have five years, yada, yada, yada. And I remember specifically that it was Tony Khan who said it in an interview. And yep. it was yep. it was Fightful that reported it. Yep. Because so, it's like during the, same inter- during the same interview, he was like saying like uh, – Malachi was there for a while. Adam Cole was there for a while. Yeah, he name dropped. So I'm like, Sean, and he, Sean showed me, he retweeted me and he said, yeah, this is what was said. So that, so Tommy, if you somehow listen to this and you accept our apology, because you know that I love and respect you and your wife and Black Mask completely. um, It was because of what your boss said about the five years and you being locked up for a multiple five, like more than a couple years. So that's where all that speculation came from. And, you know, we just basically fantasy book because that's all we can do. <laughs> but um, also, well, what's going on with Andrade with the hashtag free El Idolo? Apparently, I think, I think rumors were about that. He was one of the ones who wanted his release as well, even though Tony said he's not releasing people. And he's hashtagging Fria Lidero. And ironically, this coming up on Wednesday on Dynamite. Is it on Dynamite or Rampage, Kayla? Um, Rampage, I think. Let me double check. Okay, well, either way, either way, this week, uh, he has a match coming up with number 10. If 10 wins, Andrade is gone. So him possibly leaving to go back to WWE so he can wrestle with Charlotte or just 
Yep. Cause Charlotte's there on Rampage. Dark Order ten versus Andrade Idolo, and it says Mass versus Andrade leaving AEW. Okay. I just want to know why when AEW was created and Tony goes, well, you know, if you're unhappy, we're not going to hold you here. This isn't going to be a prison. Breaking news. Vince McMahon has been let go from WWE. Triple H and Shawn Michaels be taking over creative for WWE and NXT. Nobody can be released. Fuck you all. Like, the fuck? Sorry to interrupt, but um, I was just on Twitter closing it out. This popped up. Anybody that uh, don't see this, go to Top Dollars page. Is a video of a rabbit outside. I'm showing you all the video. Hopping around. Uh-huh. And he says, breaking with all the little red lights. Hashtag hit row finds the white rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Top Dollar. I, I, if I could I have it. anybody on, like, trust me, there's a million people I would love to have on the podcast. But if I could have anybody that I know is going to be absolutely fucking a ball to be to be around and talk to, it would be yeah. him. Mm-hmm. You know, I because he's a, he went to Maryland. Um, the Terps are one of my other favorite. I've got three favorite college teams. My alma mater, IUP, Penn State, and the Terps. I love those three schools. Um, yes, I do rep Temple. Yes, I do rep Nova. But I've always liked the Terrapins. And I've always loved Penn State. So it's just like, you know, finding out that he went to Maryland was actually pretty fucking cool. So, but like he just put so much cool shit out on, on mm-hmm. to his raps and all that stuff. So I, I don't know. But going back to AEW, dude. Instead of maybe hiring everybody under the fucking sun, the phone call is coming from inside the house, my dude. Maybe you need to fix the house before you can fix anything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this is somebody who wants competition because competition is good. When you have competition, you can you can do anything and have anything. And with competition comes better products. And ever since Triple H has said, okay, I'm here and I'm going to show you that, you know, we can be competitive now with you, even though we don't need to be. Mm-hmm. But here you go. And, you know, they're still, well, we're winning in the demo. Oh, my God. Nobody fucking cares about the fucking demo. <laughs> Number one, it's the fall. You've got. Besides Monday Night Football, NCIS and NCIS Hawaii, both who get over 5 million people watching. Just for those two, not not combined, but for both shows, they get more than that. But like, you know, anyways, you, you also have Monday Night Football. You've got so much shit on Monday nights. So, yeah, Raw is not going to do as well, but. It's been breaking two million the past couple of weeks. Even though it dips, it still breaks. And once again, like you want to say, "Oh, we we can beat them, dude." You couldn't beat a f- your way out of a fucking wet paper bag right now. You could barely break over a million, and that was with CM Skunk. So, and the only reason why people are tuning in is because they want to know what's going on with your EVPs, guys that you. 
suspended for bullshit. I'm sorry. If if you get a te- if you go to if you have somebody that says my door is open, I, I let let's talk this shit out. Okay, we're gonna come talk this shit out. Next thing you know, somebody's taking a bite out of you. A chair gets thrown, and the people that got attacked are suspended. Make it make sense, Tony. Bullshit. And I will say this. I truly hope Andrade loses. Because, you know, I thought that he would be treated so much better there. But he's not. He should be a champion. He's not. I would have loved him to be ROH champion, but they gave it to Jericho. Yeah, that'll never make sense to me. I don't know, Dad. <sighs> Kayla, you want to comment on any of that before we move on? Just her stated it like always. <laughs> so, okay. so, but before we move on, uh, what exactly did you say to Ty Conti to get you blocked? Yeah, good all, question. Uh, all I did was comment on a post. It, apparently, I, it popped up on the thing on my personal. I have her blocked already on the um the wrestling page for the website, but I guess I didn't have her blocked on the personal. And there was a picture on there, and all I said, "Oh God, I get tired of looking at pictures of you and Sammy all the time." That's all I said. And I went back in there, and it and it had said, and it's and I type clicked on a post, and it says she has blocked you. So I went in there and blocked her too. So it says, I'm like, <laughs> "You have been blocked." I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> much obliged. Much obliged. Oh man, it was just constant pictures back to back, and I just made the comment like, "Okay, I get it. If you're happy, you're happy. But dude, get away from my newsfeed." Uh. Uh. Uh, oh, one more thing. Jim Cornette, you're an asshole. You're just realizing this now? No, nah, he's even more of an asshole. He said a woman's war games match is ridiculous. <clears throat> Jim, Jimmy, Corny, cunt face. Just because those women will never touch you doesn't mean they don't deserve to have a war games. They don't need blood. They don't need what any of your backwood carnival shows have. They put on some of the best fucking matches. And I remember when the first women's war games happened and Dakota turned. That was epic. And then when you had three women win against four others. That was epic. So, yeah, dude. It does need to happen. It will happen. And you just need to shut the fuck up. Bye! Please and and thank you. (laughs) All right. Ladies, let's get get to some predictions. Extreme Rules in Philly. Jolie's, Jolie's Backyard. Ish. Well, hometown ish. Hometown for eight years. Literally lived there, but it's my hometown area because I was in Delco. So 
it works. I'm a Delco baby, so I can claim it. <laughs> oh, man. My okay. The only reason I'm starting with this match, because there's actually a little history. There's history tying it to it in more than one way. The Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. Not only is this the first time one-on-one match for a title using a ladder match, but somebody tweeted this out that I actually did not know. Uh, Rob Belair tweeted out, if Bianca Belair retains her Raw Women's Championship in six days at Extreme Rules, she will go on to become the first Black woman in WWE history to have a single title reign over 200 days. Awesome. I did not know that. Sasha's NXT uh, reign was short by eight days. Also, it is the first time that the women will be having a ladder match, strictly a ladder match, on the main roster. Huh? Tables, ladders, and chair matches are extreme rules. Oh, just, okay, just a regular match. It's just a ladder ladder match. match. The only ladder match, the only other ladder match that has happened, or the first ladder match has happened for the women besides like a money in the bank, but it was a one-on-one competitorship was Mia Yim and EO Sky. For the NXT for the, advantage. Yes. Okay. I remember, I remember that because uh, Kaylee Ray came in and knocked Mia off. Thanks, oh. Kaylee Ray. Oh, Oof. that was so horrible. Her face was yeah. so busted open. I yep. had flashbacks. Oh. All right. Okay, so predictions. Bianca or Bailey? Kayla. God almighty. Um, who I really would love to win this match only because two-thirds of damage control is already champions, and I would really love to see Bailey have the Raw Women's Championship again, um, become a two-time Raw Women's Champion. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen here. Um, I'm pretty sure later down the line it will, but... So as much as I would love Bailey to be walking out as champion, um, unfortunately Bianca Belair is going to retain her title. I don't see her losing it, at least not right now. Yeah, it's like this is this rivalry is picking up from where it left off uh, before Bailey got injured and everything, and so it's like this is like complete unfinished business, and it's like, um, yeah, it's way too soon to take it off. I mean, yeah, she wanted it. WrestleMania, I I get it, I get it. It's been six months and everything, but it's just like, no, she's on an incredible roll right now, and uh, mm-hmm. Bianca retains. But a uh, famous words of her girl, uh uh-uh, uh, not yet, <laughs> <laughs> right? Jolie, picture it, Philly, twenty nineteen, Extreme Rules, Champion Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And Bailey was booed. Bailey got booed. This was the start of her turn. Okay. So she won that match. Still got booed. So I do believe that she will get booed again and Bianca retains. But knowing Philly, they'll cheer for her this time around because they cheer for the heels apparently y'all are some sick fucks <laughs> yes yes we are <laughs> oh. oh I thought you were going to say something else no <laughs> okay. 
the jester is fucking exhausted. Well, it's luckily I don't have any like crazy tweets to open up court about. <laughs> I have to have one if I really want to find one. <laughs> oh, I got one. The one I sent to you all earlier. Oh, okay. No, that I wouldn't even open court for that. That would just be all Kayla. Sorry. <laughs> I don't touch that. That That is you. Right. Anything carrying uh, cross is all her. Oh, that's I true. Mean, I'll defend. I'll defend 100%. But, you know. Carrying cross, Finn Balor, Natalia. Uh, no, Finn's also, Finn's also mine, too, so because I will also defend Finn in any way, shape, or form. Plus, meeting him in real life is fucking amazing. But, you know, I just... Finn Finn is one of the ones that I will not stay quiet about, but Carrie and I will because that is her baby. And Statlander is my baby, too, so she won't say nothing about that one either. <laughs> of course, of course. All right, well, well speaking of Finn, let's, let's jump to his. Uh, Edge came back this past uh, Monday... And challenge Finn one-on-one to an I quit match. Edge, buddy, I know you want revenge on Judgment Day, but are you crazy? It's four-on-one. Unless you bring some serious backup, you got problems. Jolly. Well, with the rumors swirling that they're going to have something bigger for Finn down the line, which I do hope leads to a championship because he got screwed. Um, and it is four on one, but throw in AJ, throw in Ray, that's three. And there's got to be somebody else that they've pissed off. Oh, Beth. Yeah, throwing a on. So I definitely think that they have the the numbers. They're just going to keep the numbers quiet until they absolutely 100% need them. So I could definitely see Beth finally getting involved and us finally getting the uh, mixed tag match maybe at the at um, Crown Jewel. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, but um, I'm kind of predicting... Oh, God damn it. This is so hard. I love them both. But honestly, I see Edge being the bigger man and putting Finn over. Okay. Because it's not an actual I quit the company match, so. Right, right, right. But no, I, I think, you know, it just it's a. I just. Dudes, there's so many places they could fight, though. Doesn't have to be in the ring. There's nothing at Lincoln Financial Field that weekend. You're more than welcome to come over and fight over there. Um, Wait, didn't you say it's like Wells Fargo's right next to Lincoln Financial? Yes, yes, it is. If it's that long of a match, maybe you could start Wells and end up in Lincoln. <laughs> Put a flag in for the referee. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I I could see Finn and Judgment Day finally getting a dub on a, in a match on yeah. a big scale. Yeah, because this would be huge. And yeah, with all the reports and everything about Finn getting a major push, unfortunately, I see it happening. Ugh. 
Kayla? Um, three for three? I actually love both in the ring. I am, you know, I'm loving the fact that Edge wants to come back and go out on his own terms. Um, but Jolie's right. Finn, need, if, you know, Finn, Finn needs to get an upper hand on Judgment Day. And when it comes to Edge, they've, they've fallen short several, quickly, several times on this. So, um, obviously, it's not the end of this crazy back and forth feud with Edge and Judgment Day, but um, going with my heart, I think Mr. Finn's going to get the win on the upper hand on Edge for once because he needs it. And if they are, as the rumors are true, that he's going to get a big push, this would definitely be the way to trigger it. So, Finn, mm-hmm. Fowler, buddy, get the win, please. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Finn. Please, please. Let Balor take over. It may not be it, but let the demon take over. There we That's go. what Balor is. Balor is a demon. True. So. Yep. Yeah. With the inner <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right. So we got good old fashioned Donnie Brook match between the Brawling Brutes and Imperium. Before we get to predictions for this match, Jolie, is Sheamus getting the Intercontinental title on Friday? God, I hope so. I think that'd be a great way to kick off the season premiere of SmackDown. Nothing nothing against Gunter, Walter, Imperium. I'm glad Imperium's back together. Thank you, Triple H. Um, But I, I just think that it's time for him to get it. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right. Kayla? As much as I would love Seamus to get the title, um, you know what? Hell, I'm going on a limb. Seamus is lacking this title, so Seamus wins. Take down the ring general for once. Get your brawling brutes, Butch and Ridge Holland. Take out Lugwood and um, Giovanni Da Vinci. However, she gets that little accent every time she announces him. It's kind of funny. Samantha Urban, she has earned my respect. She is like, she is like up her game and she is like on a, she's on a tear, especially when she has the bass in her voice whenever yes. she announces uh, Ricochet. We know that's your man, but it's, it, it, yeah, but, but it's uh, just like, she's got a lot better like announcing everything. Yeah. But I just think it's funny how they come out and she always goes, but Giovanni da Vinci, like she gets that accent going. It was like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, she, um, you know, like Julie said, thank you, Triple H, you know, Imperium's back, you know, I'm great. But I think it's time for Seamus to get it. Need a little change up a little bit. If you want to keep mm-hmm. letting brawl, then that's fine. But title needs to come off of him. Even if it's for a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, Donnie Brook match at uh, Extreme Rules, Brawling Brutes or Imperium? Kayla? If you were to ask me this a while back, I'd probably tell you were crazy because I've never been a fan of Pete Dunne. I'm definitely not a fan of Butch. I was never really a fan of Rich Holland. But the fact that They've been on the main roster and they became the brawling brutes. They kind of grow on me a little bit. So um, I kind of am torn between both of these. 
teams. Um, the fact that when this match was made, Walt uh, Gunter uh, tweeted out, Donnie, what? <laughs> like, what kind of match you want me in? What? Um, but who I really want to get the upper hand just because it's their match and they're introducing it, um, Brawling Brutes. But unfortunately, I guess kind of see Imperium coming out on top. I don't know why. Just some reason they seem to come out on top when it comes to, you know, crazy six-man tag team matches. So mm-hmm. I got Imperium winning. All right. So here's what I'm thinking. As far as like the Intercontinental match, I want Sheamus to win hands down and everything. But I feel this kind of being like an either-or thing. So here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm thinking. If Sheamus wins, if Sheamus wins Friday, Imperium's winning Saturday, and then vice versa. Love it. <laughs> that's that that's my prediction on that i don't think one team is gonna get like the full advantage the entire weekend so it's like mm-hmm. it's gonna it's got it's gonna have to be an either or type thing what do you think Jolie? don't care fans win i'm serious <laughs> oh i know this is gonna be this is gonna be sick this is absolutely gonna be sick mm-hmm. i mean night's gonna be sick <laughs> honestly it could go either way and like you said, it could like whoever wins, vice versa. But I also feel that this is not the end between this because you know it's good to have a feud with people, and then you add in the bloodline as well with this. Eventually down the line, I think you're going to have a fucking amazing triple threat for the tag titles, or even a fatal four way for the tag titles with the Viking Raiders ever come back from injury, um, or once they come back from injury because they're technically supposed to be the next in line. They did have a mm-hmm. um, a match, but due to injury, they couldn't do it. So I just think that, you know, once they come back, either they get a solo or do a fatal four-way or it's it's going to be fucking bonkers. And I honestly, you know, like you don't like Butcher. I, I actually liked Rich Holland when he came in. Um, the injury sidelined him very badly in NXT. Always been a Seamus fan, even though he annoyed the fuck out of me, and he's way too white at times. He's blinding light. Like, God damn, he's too fucking white. Poor Irishman. Um, and Pete Dunn, uh, he hurts me whenever he touches fingers because, um, yeah, yeah we're not going to go there. Yeah, that, 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 that cringe, like, you know, I need for mouse, keyboard. Mm, nope. Fingers like is the one like that and fingernails. No, no. Mm. Toast, sure. Take my toes. Don't fucking care. Fingers, don't touch my fingers. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no. So either way, anyway, I don't really care who wins this match. I just want to have fun watching this match, I and mean, this is going to be a fun match because the six competitors in this ring, especially Pete, knows Imperium very well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, wow. All right. Um, Matt, SmackDown Women's Championship, Extreme Rules match, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. And based on the last couple weeks, we know Liv's got the instinct in her, the little bit of a killer instinct. But, Jolie, does she actually get it done? Well, let's see. We had Liv stand tall the past couple weeks, and then we had Ronda stand tall this past week, and they kind of you mocked Liv with her moves, and we'll st- 
it all depends on who kind of stands tall on this upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I could see Liv getting it done and putting this to rest because something that Rhonda said in one of her li- her streams, um, she doesn't need a title to have to be big. She does, like, she's kind of like Becky in that respect. You can have a few without a title. And yeah. I think that, you know, she wants to put other people over. She wants to raise up the the roster. And I honestly respect that about her. So I honestly could see her once again putting Liv over. But I could also see this as maybe a turn for Liv to be more heelish. But we'll have to see. So, um, but I am going with Liv Morgan in this one. Kayla? Um, I'm going to go live on this one because, like, she's been on top. She can prove, you know, that she can run run with the top division, you know, and she's proven that. Um, so Liv is going to get the win over Ronda. However, if not necessarily seen with Extreme Rules, I could see it on SmackDown after where Jump It Back, where Rhonda basically told Shayna, you need to find the killer inside of you. I can kind of see in Rhonda's words coming back at her by Shayna saying it. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of might see that feud hitting up. Um, but I don't see I don't see Rhonda getting a title. So Liv, you're going to hold that title a little bit longer. Because I don't see her yeah. getting it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, God, we're agreeing too much tonight. But um, yeah, I remember, I remember those articles and those tweets and everything about what, like Jolie said, that uh, Rhonda said she really doesn't need a title to stand out or just to make a name and just take care of business and everything. So, yeah, this, I mean, the win, a win like this over Rhonda can like really excel her even more. So, I see that route on this. All right, Matt Riddle. Seth freaking Rollins. The return of the fight pit. Thank you. And it was just announced that Daniel Cormier will be the special guest referee. <laughs> this I, didn't, I, I didn't think Seth could be fucked in this, but now I think he could be fucked in this. <laughs> so you, you think Riddle's getting the win? Uh... Mm. I mean, unless Cormier, I, I don't know if he and Riddle have like backstage or beef, but I mean, if anybody has the chance to beat Seth, it's it's in this match for Riddle. So I, I don't know. I mean, I know this dude wants to fight. Lesnar. Who, Cormier? Yeah. Woo! Shit. Uh-huh. Damn. But you know what? Uh, you're going to need somebody big fucking strong in that match. As much as I love our referees, unless you put fucking Braun as the referee, this is going to get fucking out of control. So, good dude to have in there as a ref. Um... I like Cormier. He's always been a decent 
MMA guy. So mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to it. So, but if he plays it straight down the middle, while Riddle does have the upper hand, this is Seth Rollins we're talking about. And I don't see Seth losing again on a pay-per-view. Even though he did just win with Riddle the last time, I just, he's, I, I don't see him like back-to-back or loss-loss win, loss, I see him getting another win. So I'm going to go with Seth freaking Rollins. That took you about five minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to drag it out. I just couldn't say it. You know that. I know, I know, I know. Uh, all right, Kayla, who you got? This is going to be one hell of a match. Um, now that you added Daniel into the match as special guest referee, it's going to be even more. It's going to get wicked. It's going to get crazy because it's gotten personal. But as much as he really needs to win, I don't think he will. The fans are going to sing high on his theme like they do every time and it gets stuck in my head. Seth freaking Rollins is coming out with the win in the fight pit. Okay. This is going to be the one we disagree on. Because, no, because it's like, okay, I said this the last time that they fought and I was I was wrong. So I'm going to say it again this time and everything. It's like, this is Riddle's match. I don't think he's won one. <laughs> I don't think he's won a fight pit, if I'm not mistaken. Thatcher won one, and I forgot who won again, who won with Chomp and Riddle. But anyway, it's like, it's like this is Riddle's match. He won the fight pit. He's got Daniel Cormier as a referee. It's like Seth can't go. Seth is not going anywhere in that in that structure. So it's like the shit with Riddle does need to come to an end and everything. But it's like I got Riddle. I think yeah, it's like it's too much. Going in Riddle's, yeah, the circumstances and everything. No, I, I definitely think Riddle's gonna pick the victory, pick the victory up on this one. Are you checking, Kayla? Apparently, he fought Timothy Thatcher in the fight pit. Oh, I thought he fought Champa too. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, because I know he lost to Thatcher. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it when without you finding it. Ah, no, no worries. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I got a bone to pick with Seth Rollins. Uh, you should be a fucking shame to yourself. Why am I seeing tweets from last night at a live event? You doing the shield pose with Miz and Theory of all people? Seriously? Mox, please come back for one night and kick his ass. Thank you. Yeah, that's just... Shame on you, buddy. I don't know. Might have something to do with what he said on the interview. I don't know. Maybe. He said... It's on the interview. It says, Seth Rollins comments on his relationship with John Moxley. And he says, I don't talk to him as much, obviously. We're both on opposite schedules and different stuff, but our baby girls are close to the same age. He's not much of a texture. He's an in-person cat. So if there's ever a chance when we were out in Cincinnati, last time I was there, I popped into the house and said hi and all that, checked in on him, and I do the same thing periodically just to see how he's doing and stuff. And I'm close with Renee Poiquet, so we're always exchanging baby pictures. He's more closer to Roman than me. So I don't know. 
kind of throw kind of throw it back in Roman's face or something. I don't know. I could see him and Renee exchanging baby pictures. <laughs> Renee probably has baby pictures from Candace's kids, Rhonda's, the Bellas. Like she's probably got a whole fucking book and she's gonna post in like ten years. Here's these kids. It's like next generation. Yeah. Cool. I know she's got I know she's got a Liberty, Cody and Brandy's baby. Yeah, so because I know her and Brandy, you know, was real close. So, man, it was so funny though. After um, Candace's debut, Johnny tweeted out, "Okay, so maybe Quill wasn't my only training partner over the last month." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, cute. he is very cute. All right, so this one's probably going to end up being the main event: Drew McIntyre carrying Cross strap match. Okay, I'm going to give Kayla the last word on this, so let me go first on this one. Um, this is going to be this, this is going to be a nightmare. A nightmare as far as like crazy ass to watch because these two have been under each other's skin for like the longest time now. And as much as Carrion has gotten the upper hand on Drew lately and everything, I see it continuing with this match because since Karrion's come back, he's only had one damn match on TV. And him getting this win against Drew, it's going to solidify him even more on the main roster, unlike some douchebags' uh, opinions that shall remain nameless unless Kayla wants to bring it up later. But, um, yeah, it's going to get brutal. Uh, I don't know how much Scarlett's going to get involved, but as much as I love Drew, Karrion's coming out with a win on this one. Jolie? And this is where we disagree. I do think that Drew actually gets the upper hand because he's actually had a couple losses on major pay-per-views. Or, I mean, it could just end with them both choking each other out strap i don't know but i just i just think that drew needs a win more so than carrion because carrion could kill anybody and we know this um but so i'm kind of hoping for drew to get the win but my only request is scarlet leave the fireballs at home please We, we we don't need any more explosions in philly so even though Karen's only had one match on TV so far. This being his second match, his first pay-per-view match. You don't think he's going to win? I think that we all know the monster that he is and was in NXT. And this is only his match back. And when he came back in the as Leather Daddy, Karrion, um, BDSM Karrion, um, when he first debuted, he had multiple wins. So we know what he's capable of. And we this the version he is now is the version he was in NXT. tape. So you know Drew's watching those tapes. And if anybody can get in touch with their their inner psychopath, it is Drew. So I th- I I think a lot of people might be underestimating Drew, which is why I like to go with him. I mean I am the person that cheered for Drew when Roman came back from his cancer diagnosis. 
coming when he came back from uh beating leukemia again when it went into remission at wrestlemania mm-hmm. 35 i was rooting for drew and i told him that just because i couldn't stand that version of roman mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm so happy he 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 went into remission all that stuff but when i'm number one drew is tall i mean he is a tall strapping young man and by the way congratulations did he not just get married or was that sheamus uh sheamus is getting married okay so i i think i said like you know i'm i'm the type of person that usually roots for drew no matter what because i i've always seen the potential in him he's kind of like bougie in that way when he first came up mm-hmm. this the skinny kid but raw fucking talent that just needed proper molding and him getting kicked out of the wwe getting fired that time really helped him mold himself so i've always loved drew i always thought that he was something special and i couldn't wait to see when he came back and he's proving us how fucking special he really is so i mean either way the fans win right so yeah but i'm i am pulling for drew to win i'm picking drew i know i'm gonna be wrong I'm 95% going to be wrong, but I mean, someone has to go the opposite way occasionally on this show. We can't always be agreeing on every fucking thing. And hey, I disagreed on, hey, I disagreed with y'all in the fight pit, so. Yeah, but see, I could have said Riddle too, and but I just, I think Seth needs the win more than Riddle, only because Seth has just been he just needs that exclamation point so this thing is over and done with. Because if Riddle wins, it's not going to die. And Seth needs to get away from Riddle. <laughs> All right. Drew doesn't need to get away from Karrion. I think that's going to lead up to more better matches. Uh, I could see more psychological warfare between both parties involved. And I could also see triple threat with the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Versus Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And that right there fucking slaps. That slaps harder than anything Logan Paul could ever put together. That, unless it's a compilation, unless it's a, comp- a compilation of him getting kicked in the balls repeatedly. <laughs> oh, man. For real. Oh, by the way, Jay Bougie. We need to talk. I'm hitting up your DMs and everything. You got you got some explaining to do, buddy boy. I know you're not going to probably want to talk, but I'm, fuck it. You, you need to come back on the show and tell us what tells us tell us what the hell's going on with you and Savage and uh, Jacko. Yo, yo, bougie. Also, stop pissing off Doctor Doolittle. He's going to keep sending skunks your way. Skunks, raccoons, just, just, just. Just apologize to the animal gods. Otherwise, the skunks are going to keep coming. And let me tell you something. You can't wash that shit off. You you can't. No amount of tomato soup, gazpacho, vinegar. Uh-uh. You get skunked. You screwed. Just, just apologize. <laughs> apologize. Right. All right, Kayla. Final word is yours. 
Karen Cross versus Drew McIntyre strap match. The winner is. Absolutely love both in this ring. Um, and the more and more I think about it, I don't want Cross to lose his first ever WWE pay per view. Then again, I think one way to really piss Cross off even more is to have Drew take the win. So, but I as I want Cross to win really bad, so I'm going to go and just go ahead and say it. Oh, man, dang on it. Um, feud's definitely not going to end between these two. Um, will Scarlet be out there? I'm not quite sure. I'm sure she will come with him to ringside and encourage him and, you know, get aggressive like she normally does out there. Um, she probably will leave the fireballs at home because I don't see her getting the fireballs involved without the ref seeing her unless she decides to throw one at the ref. Uh, but I'm excited to see this match. It's going to be a tear-up match. It's going to be crazy. Um, But, yeah, I'm going for it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I can't, as much as I love Drew, I can't, I can't go against him. So, somehow the strap is going to end up around Drew, and Drew's going to end up passing out to the cross jacket. So, Karrion Cross is getting his first WWE pay-per-view win. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If not, then Drew deserved it because we all know what kind of killer Cross is. Mm-hmm. And if you can beat him, then <laughs> more power and kudos to you because he's a hell of a wrestler. All righty. Cool beans, cool beans. Okay, so... All right, Kayla, you told us the other day to think about our top five NXT matches of all time. Uh, Inquiring minds would like to know why. (laughs) Um, I thought it would be interesting for us just to get an idea of what we are in history, like what our history is, because we're we're going back to the black and gold. And I was just curious, you know, to what were some of your favorite matches before it switched to NXT 2.0? Like, if you have some matches during that brand, that is totally up to you. I just wanted to be curious and see where we kind of match up in between. So that's what I kind of, just a little something new since we're getting NXT Black and Gold back. I just thought it'd be interesting to find out what's on everyone's list. But um, trust me, this was very hard. I couldn't just eliminate it to five. That's what really made it hard. Um, (laughs) So... Kat, what's your five? All right. Well, one of mine is in 2.0. Okay. Okay. So my top five in no particular order. Um, I have uh, Walter and Ilya 2 because I didn't see one. But I, I'm going to say 2 because it was on NXT. Um, wait, was that in 2.0 or Black and Gold? Either way, it's NXT. It's NXT US. Okay. So Walter and Ilya 2. Uh, Carmelo and um, Ricochet, which should have been a 5.0. Meltzer, asshole. All right. Then you got the first women's war games match. The epic. 
And then my final two are, of course, with the two women who set bombs off and trailblazed their way. I'm talking about Sasha Banks and Bailey, Brooklyn, and the Iron Woman match. So those are my five. Jester. This is in no particular order. So I have DIY versus Mustache Mountain at Worlds Collide. I have the women's war game because it was the original. The first one was because it was epic. I have Charlotte versus Natalia for the NXT women's title because that was the one time, the first time, where they said, you have free reign. Mm-hmm. I would also pick Brooklyn, but I'm going to go the fatal four-way match between the four horsewomen for the title. And for my last one, Malachi Black versus Andrade. Anytime those two got in the ring, they put on an absolute banger. I mean, I could definitely pick anything from this new 2.0 era that would resonate, but I mean, I said, did I say Malachi Black or Alistair Black? Malachi. I fucking meant Alistair. Again, <laughs> we, know, we know who you meant. Please fucking excuse the jester. Number one, I've been up since 7 a.m. And two, 12 hours ago, I was in the rain. Fuck. Long day. Um, But I do have an honorable mention. I do have the um, Nikki Cross versus... Asuka in the last woman standing match. That was an amazing match. Asuka is and will forever be the best uh, NXT women's champion. Fuck you, Mandy, if you ever get close to that. Exactly. Hello. My honorable my honorable mention um, uh, because two powerhouse women going at it, Rhea and Raquel's last woman standing a good one yeah all right kayla (laughs) um the honorary mention for me i would have to agree with jolie the charlotte flair versus natalia match nxt was awesome kind of more like it was like family versus family heart versus flair so that was what made it interesting i do have the first ever female wars game match um then i have the triple threat at in your house nxt with Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus EO Sky. Ooh, EO EO going off the top yep, of the house. I think that that's what kind of made, that's what made it epic, and I think that's yeah. why I chose it. Um then two of my next matches, um, they do mean some do mean something to me, and you'll see why. Both of them are actually on the same pay-per-view, but separate nights. Um, night one. NXT Tag Team Championships, MSK defeated um, Grizzly Young Veterans and Legato.Fantasma, Le uh, butchered that. Uh, then um, Night 2, which was probably one of the most hardest matches for me ever for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved both sides. I knew who was going to come out on top, but that was actually that even very memorable because I actually talked to Finn and met Finn 
um, that Monday before he had this match. So I got to see what his little insights were. Um, and last but not least, NXT TakeOver Respect 30 Men, 30 Minute Iron Man match, NXT Women's Championship, Bailey versus Sasha Banks. So cool. And one of my favorite matches, I couldn't put it in the top 10 because it wasn't as action packed and everything, but one of my favorite matches, especially because of the result, Great American Bash, Adam Cole versus Keith Lee, winner take all. Yeah, the results got spoiled ahead of time. I still watched the match. It was it was great. I mean, but it's like I I couldn't put it in the top five because it's like because the others were so action packed and everything. But that was the night I knew always knew Keith Lee was from Texas and everything. But that night after he won, he was in the ring. He had the titles in his hands, and he was like going, "This is for Texas." And I was like, going, my Texas brother, right there, right there, damn it. I was like, I was still a little teary-eyed, even though I knew the results already. But it was just like, it was so great to see him in that moment. And then it's like, watching the backstage afterwards, it's like with Mia and then Dijakovic celebrating with those two and everything. It was just like, unbelievable. <laughs> my top 10. Yeah, that was a good, that's a good list. <laughs> that was a good list from everybody. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see what this new, what the new NXT comes about. Oh man! All right, I don't have any crazy tweets. Kayla, did you have any? Other than that no. one, not one about that article, but um, I know the person wrote this article. It said even with Scarlett carrying cross showing, he's not ready for the main event on WWE SmackDown. Someone goes, yeah, no way he's moveset competes with a Superman punch and a spear. And I basically commented and said, enough said, shit talking about wrestlers is not going to get you anywhere. Cross is ready for main event with or without Scarlet. His moveset can be similar, but it can be changed up on a me. Don't underestimate him. Mm. Um, And I will say this real quick. Um, head of the table, Tribal Chief, he's on top. He's on fire. He has a pin pinned for what? Well over 900 some days now. Might be up a thousand now. Whatever it is. I get it. He's in God mode. He's in a different level. That's great. You know, he's shown that he can, you know, run the division. May not be able to win matches without his bloodline. Um, but that's one thing everyone's not understanding. Um, he is main event material. Um, people say that he'll never make it on the main roster because he got booed in NXT. Like the Miz always said, you either love him or you hate him. And if you don't hate him as a heel, they're not doing their damn job. Mm-hmm. And Cross is a top heel and he can pull it off. And, um, so when it does happen, I'm sure it's going to happen, you know, if it's a triple threat match, if it's a single match, a lot of people say, oh, well, Roman can take out Cross. No, he Roman's never been in the ring with Cross. Cross is a, on a different level than you are, Roman. Superman mm-hmm. and a spear, Superman punch and a spear is not going to be enough to take the killer out. So, um, I'm just, it's just here lately, ever since he's came back into the WWE, it's just been nothing but hate against Cross, and it just aggravates me. I mean, we all have our opinion about it. I understand that. 
you know, if we were all had the same opinion, you know, we would be boring hell wrestling fans. But it's just, it's just like, if I post something good or something about a wrestler, it's like shortly after I post it, people talking shit about it. So, um, it just irks me. So I'm going to speak out because we're about, you know, opinionated and we have our own opinions about it. So, um, anybody that underestimates any wrestler in that ring, you know, especially the ones that kill it in the indies, please rethink it because it's going to bite you in the ass later on. Mm. Uh, Jolly, any comments? There is only one NFL team that is 4-0. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I meant about what Kayla said. Oh, um, I think anybody that says, oh, they're using a vanilla, you know, move set, yada, yada, yada. Look, carrying killer cross... Um, oh, that's a bad fucking thing to say. Um, he needs a a different vowel or letter in there somewhere. But yeah, no. Let him seem quote unquote vanilla, and he's gonna get in touch with his litter daddy side when he has that strap match, and he's just gonna beat the shit out of people, or what when he goes after Roman. You th- like you threw him like you don't put it's like preseason, my dudes. You don't put your whole playbook out there. You keep the trick plays in a back folder in subsection ten RW that nobody fucking knows about, and you pull it out when you got to. So while he can beat guys with vanilla moves. Google and YouTube is free. Type in Killer Cross and see what comes up. If you still think it's vanilla, then, well, I don't know what to tell you. You you, you stupid. Oh, fuck, cat. What's that face for? Something else on Facebook. Some idiot, some idiot is sending out friend requests using my dead grandmother's name. Fucking idiots! That's right. This is like the second. Oh, okay, is it the name and the same picture, or is it just the same name? Name. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the same picture. But uh, all I'm saying is, there could be somebody in the world. That has the same name, but but still, yeah, it's like, I mean, but if she's it, got, if my aunt, if my aunt tweeted that out, and yeah, I don't know, it must have been with the same picture too. So, but I don't okay. know. Okay, but still, then that's just, that's somebody that's a dick. That's a complete dick. Oh my god, it's like unbelievable. And the world's right. biggest dick goes to the person that's been impersonating dead grandmothers. <laughs> oh. All right, but, but I do have one. Oh, my final words. Yes. Um, speaking of grandmothers, eight years ago today I lost mine. Uh, today is October second, two thousand and twenty-two. Uh, got my job at the link, 
and it was my last day of orientation. Um, my first game would be against the St. Louis Rams when they were St. Louis, St. Louis. Um, and I've never had a bunch of supervisors and team members rally around me through that time. And I got to speak to one of the last remaining supervisors had had super guys, not like lower guys, not like just the, but like the main management. Uh, he gave me wings because we all wear wings on name tags. And he gave mm-hmm. me, a, they gave me a pair of wings to put in her coffin when she had passed away. And he, he forgot Aww. about that. And he liked that. I reminded him about that. And he's, you know, it was one of those feel good moments. So, um, it's, it was a, it's been a rough, exhausting day. We've got yeah. extreme rules in less than a week. We've got two banger ass episodes of Raw and SmackDown coming up. NXT looks fucking off the hook. I can't wait for Halloween Havoc. That looks fucking off the chain. Um, he pulled up the fucking Steiner math. But, you know, uh, I just, just cherish time right now because <laughs> you don't know when shit's gonna go sideways and you're gonna have the world's or the US's strongest storm tear through Florida. And while my heart goes out to every Floridian that Democrat, Republican, I don't care who you voted for, unless your name Okay. If you are a Trump Fuck you. Don't care. If you voted for Trump, I feel sorry for you if you had your shit lost. I'm not heartless, but I just love watching DeSantis grovel. (sighs) Just like watching Abbott grovel for anything, you know? So, um, even though we are not doing anything, you know, fundraiser-wise, just you have five bucks donated to the Red Cross. Anything helps. Uh, I don't know. Also, check out. I know. I don't know my area, but I saw some places will be like having donation spots to clothes and stuff like that. Look for donations to donate clothes, mm-hmm. food, because it's it's getting close to the tis the season. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just be a little bit kinder, and um, that's all. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. My mind is is is. <laughs> Dead. Well, it's like, I mean, it's like fortunate for us. We're kind of used to it with you, Julie. So it's all good. <laughs> Kayla, any final thoughts? Let me pause this before people start freaking out. Um, no, I'm good. And and I'll play it after we get off the thing. Julie will know what it is. So <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's see. Jolly brought up Abbott. Uh, that debate was a joke because Abbott's a joke. Abbott, Abbott, Abbott's a chicken shit. Didn't want to debate in front of people. And when somebody asked him about women who have babies because of rape or incest, he said, "We'll get them baby supplies." <laughs> this guy's a joke. He'd rather make a public mockery like he'd rather do public stunts uh busing migrants all over the damn country and everything instead of like taking care of his citizens and so i cannot wait for november to come 
And so um, hopefully his ass gets voted out of office. And then, um, yeah, what you said about cherishing time because you don't know when stuff goes sideways. And boy, did that hit me out of left field this week. And I'll just leave it with that. Oh, all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.